1: Star Wars 7x7 episode 3015. Today, we're going to take a closer look at Path of Deceit, the new young adult novel from Justina Ireland and Tessa Grattan that kicks off the novels of Phase 2, Wave 1 of The High Republic. And specifically, we're going to look at The Path of the Open Hand. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, we're gonna be just, you know, slightly in spoiler territory. Nothing that's gonna spoil the plot of Path of Deceit, so don't worry about that. But we're going to draw on excerpts that have already been published from the novel and add just a little bit of depth to the discussion from there. I'll link to those excerpts in the blog post for this show's episode at sw7x7.com and in the show notes for this episode as well. There are three of them out there. One of them has to do with the prologue, which doesn't necessarily relate to our discussion today, and we've kind of already talked about it yesterday anyway, So, but it'll be <laughs> linked for you to check out. The excerpts that drive our discussion today are chapter four and chapter five of the novel, which basically present the first meeting of the Padawan Kevmo Zink and Marta Rowe from The Path of the Open Hand from Kevmo's perspective in chapter four and from Marta's perspective in chapter five. And as a brief tangent, I'll say that there is kind of a a Lost Stars vibe in a way in that the protagonists from that novel by Claudia Gray, you know, one on the rebellion side, one on the Imperial side, and yet, you know, star-crossed lovers, as it were, kind of a similar thing happening here with Kevmo and Marta. There's a strong attraction at first sight for the two of them, until kevmo does a little parlor trick lifting some flowers with the force and that is horrifying to marta as well as the littles she's in charge of little kids and whatnot because he is using and to their mind abusing the force so the deal with the path of the open hand is that their philosophy of the force is that you're not supposed to use it you're only supposed to listen to it and let it give you things as it were. There are three principles of this path of the hand. It's clarity and harmony and freedom. You'll often hear them saying the force will be free because they feel like using the force has a butterfly effect scenario, the idea that If you're pulling on the Force, if you're using it, you're creating ripples that have unintended effects somewhere else in the galaxy. Nobody knows where, nobody knows when, but it may well be the case that by using the Force in one place, you are doing something to affect the galaxy somewhere else and that's the idea that Marta expresses to Kevmo when Kevmo does his little brief flower levitation display and so they get into not exactly an argument but certainly a you know distressed discussion about using the Force or not using the Force and knowledge of the Force, or you know if you can really know the Force and understand it, if you are using it in a certain way or not using it in a certain way. Of course, Kevmo believes that he is well-versed in the Force and has been trained in the Jedi Order and all of the generations of Jedi before him have imparted knowledge to him, so he feels like he completely understands the situation and knows that, no, whatever Marta is saying is wrong. However, I mean, you kind of got to give Marta a little bit of, if not credit, then certainly stop to think about it and go, well, we can't necessarily prove that using the Force doesn't have some sort of butterfly effect somewhere else. Now, Marta herself is not force sensitive, but the way the path of the hand operates, at least this is the, the dogma that they have, is that if you are force sensitive, all you're supposed to do is tune into the force and try to listen to what the force is telling you to do, and then go ahead and do it, but not by using the force directly to do it, not by you know taking a hold of it, manipulating it, or somehow you know expressing it through some force established or expressed power and the path of the open hand also talks about gifts freely given the idea that you're supposed to just be you know generous with people in general and give without expectation of return which is certainly a wonderful thing as well but when it comes to the force there's actually someone in the book one of the elders who expresses a very interesting idea to Marta Rowe because Marta desperately wants to be a you know, deeper more involved part of the proselytization of the path of the open hand and she can't get permission to do it right away but one of the elders says to her you know what do you give the force if the force is giving freely in the galaxy and within the mindset of the path of the open hand then the elder challenges marta and says well what are you giving to the force and she actually doesn't know the answer to that the elder says well you know give that some thought and maybe there will be some advancement here but the elder also poses an interesting question to her in the midst of that as well the mother is being given these gifts from the force the mother is in tune with the force seems to be force sensitive at some level and the Force gives her visions and whatnot, but this elder also muses (laughs) that he's wondering what the mother is giving back to the Force, and whether he has the answer to that or not, we don't necessarily know, but Marta doesn't necessarily know the answer to that either, and it's kind of left as a bit of an open question. I'll say there's also a bit of an open question as to whether the mother herself is actually force sensitive or if something else is going on, and that's as much as I'm going to say about that. Certainly, something is happening from the prologue and the effect that she has on Sunshine, the scoundrel who is going out looking for various artifacts for her. But the sort of hypnotic effect that the mother has on Sunshine isn't demonstrated on other characters as well the mother doesn't seem to have this same kind of hypnotic hold on other characters and we don't necessarily know whether it's force related or if it's to do with something else but back to those two excerpts of chapters four and five they detail the first interaction that Kev Mo and Marta have, and their first discussions about the Force and their differing philosophies. This is only the first of those discussions, and there are more of them as they you know, continue on through the book and as their relationship develops, and they start to question their own beliefs in fascinating ways. And Marta has people to talk to with Path about it, and Kevmo has his master to talk with about it. So these conversations are really fascinating, and of course, their beliefs are tested, as you might expect throughout the course of the novel, and if you're excited about the possibility of exploring new ways of thinking about the Force, well then phase two of The High Republic, if this start is any indication, may be really awesome in that regard. I couldn't help thinking about Rogue One and Jedha and all the different Force-related groups that have representatives there that are mentioned in the Rogue One Ultimate Visual Guide. And a couple other Force ideologies get name-checked in the book, including the Guardians of the Wills and Lor San as the Church of the Force, as well as the Sorcerers of Tund, which was first mentioned, as far as High Republic stuff goes, in the High Republic panel at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim earlier this year, but apparently it goes all the way back to one of the Lando Calrissian novels back in 1983, I think it was. Anyway, the Jedi and the Church of the Force and the Guardians of the Wills and the Sorcerers of Tun are mentioned as part of the convocation that's on Jedha. And the convocation is another concept that was shared at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. And Jedha is definitely gonna be playing a big role in phase two as we've been given to understand from various reveals at Anaheim and subsequent information that's come out. But I'm not gonna get too much further into it because I don't wanna spoil anything for you. So again, check out the excerpt that I've got linked to the blog post for this show's episode at sw7x7.com and in the show notes for this episode. It's definitely worth the read. Mystery, romance, horrific surprises. Yeah, it's really honestly a fantastic novel kickoff for phase two, wave one. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. So it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be.